turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to another episode of the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Dennis Quaid is in a new film called The Hill. It's about a young boy named Ricky Hill who has a dream of playing in the major leagues. How could he have this dream when he's got a degenerative spinal condition that forces him to wear these rudimentary, almost tin can-like braces on his legs his entire childhood? And how does this movie end? We won't spoil everything for you. But the actual subject of this film, Ricky Hill, he's a real guy. And he's going to join us next. Now, it's time for some sanity. It's the Michelle Tafoya podcast. So the film is called The Hill. It's about this young boy named Ricky Hill growing up in the 50s who has a spinal condition that forces him to wear these braces on his legs. And he all he wants to do is play baseball. Doesn't have any money, though. Can't afford a bat. Can't afford a ball. Can't afford a glove. So he hits rocks with a stick. How did this young kid in these braces go from hitting rocks with a stick to where he ultimately landed? It's a great story. As I said, Dennis Quaid stars as the father in the film. And you see the young boy grow up in the film. So there are a couple different actors that play him and they do a wonderful job. But the real Ricky Hill is going to join us. And off camera, he told me that this film was 13 years in the making. The writer, the same guy who wrote Rudy and Hoosiers. And how did Ricky Hill find out that this film was finally going to be a go? Well, he lives in Dallas-Fort Worth, and he was sitting in a golf cart with Tony Romo. Yeah, you know, just another Tuesday. And he got the phone call that the film was going to go forward. Now, it opens this week. This is a lifetime in the making, really, 13 years for the film. But the story, it's quite something. And you're going to hear from Ricky Hill himself, all of it. Um, what, what he doesn't say in this interview, and I'll tell you up front, is that he recently had a surgery that really saved his life. And that's why he's sitting here talking to us today. There was a point in his life he didn't want to live anymore with this condition, but now you'll get to meet him and you'll get to see him thanks to this really life-saving surgery that was done on his spine. So before we get to that, that dark spot in your face, I bet that's bugging you, whether they're on your hands, your neck, wherever, your chest, you can watch them disappear now safely, safely and quickly in three minutes. Introducing the Genucel Dark Spot Corrector, three-step, three-minute dark spot luxury system. And it does exactly what it says it's going to do by using their crystals, world-famous microdermabrasion before the dark spot corrector and finishing with a touch of the collagen-building Genucel XV. You'll see the dark spots disappear before your very eyes instantly, smoothly, luxuriously, safely. 
what you're watching on the screen are real results. This took just a few minutes. It's really something to see. But, you know, don't just take my word for it. If you're not blown away with your own results, you'll get 100% of your money back, no questions asked, free shipping, free returns. So go to genucell.com slash Michelle right now to get this really remarkable package. And this is their most popular package for August. That means it's 70% off while supplies last. Genucell.com slash Michelle with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E. And get this, all three products are included, as I said, in this most popular package for August. So you're also going to get the Genucell bags and puffiness serum. All of this, 70% off retail. I use these products. I hope you'll give them a try. Again, money back if you don't like them. Experience the luxury and effectiveness of Genucel. Order now. Watch the dark spots disappear in three minutes. 70% off while supplies last. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Michelle. Genucel dot com slash Michelle with one L. Genucel dot com slash M-I-C-H-E-L-E. Coming up next, Ricky Hill, the real life subject of the new film, the hill. Ricky Hill is the subject of the new film, The Hill, all about your life. Uh, it's great to meet you. This is the first time I've met you. I watched the film. How true to your story is the film? I, I'd say pretty much, very much closely to all, really. Real close. Really? Yeah. Dennis Quaid plays your father in the film, and he's a pretty strict dude. Um, he is He is not, he does not want you to have anything to do with baseball. How, for you in your life growing up, how did you get so hooked on baseball? Well, woo. I've heard this, heard it a lot. Um, I had um, our because our family didn't have any anything financially sound. Um, it, it was a uh, invitation to hitting rocks because it, the hitting rocks for the stick was free, so <laughs> I just hit them all day long. That was my sport, so I got to hit rocks because they didn't cost anything. And so and I you hit them with sticks, right? That also didn't cost sticks. anything. Yeah. Just make our own stick off of a, off of a, what, a tree and hit the rocks all day long. I mean, all from, the... from morning till night during summers and after school rocks, just hit rocks Me and my <laughs> brother all the time. All the while, you were born with a degenerative disease in, in your, and I, and I love the explanation. Obviously, this was a while ago, so the 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 braces that you wore on your legs were pretty rudimentary. They were really restrictive. What what was the condition you were born with? Well, they can't really say because we were talking. We're talking about nineteen fifty six. You know, I don't know in fifty six when I was born what I had. Uh, fifty six, fifty seven, fifty eight. 59. Um, I didn't, I didn't really know what they were, but, uh, it was all tied into my spine, um, which your legs do. And, uh, I didn't know that at the time either, but that a lot of time it was, it was exploratory, exploratory. It wasn't, uh, um, 
something they that they knew that was a fact. They're just trying to find out why my legs were they would just turn in and then I would just fall over. I couldn't I couldn't name it until I until I got around five and then I knew that they, they had braces on me. I had like seven different types of braces that I wore. Uh, it's which you would think would really restrict you from being able to hit a baseball, but you just relied on your arms, your upper body. And what was it about hitting that ball that had you doing it over and over and over again? You hear about kids with basketballs, golfers just can't stop hitting. What was it about that, that, that addicted you to it? You know, you're actually born with it. It's just a love that, that, I couldn't get enough of it, no matter what. I couldn't stop doing it because I was so good at it. Even with what I wore, I was so good at that that uh, my brother would even throw rocks to me and I'd just be tagging his rocks left and right. And uh, he was good too, uh, but we both did. He was five years older than me and I was equivalent to his his uh, abilities, even though he was five years older than me. The film depicts that very well. By the way, the the actor that plays you as a young boy was really quite endearing, very good. Uh, I understand that's his debut, and it was fun to watch. Um, there's a there's a moment in the film where you and your brother are in a new town. You walk up to play and kind of join a, a game, and this pitcher starts calling you Robot Boy. Is that did that really happen? Yeah. Because of the braces on your leg, he called you yeah. Robot Boy, and he was yeah. supposedly the big, strong pitcher in town. Yeah. As you re- re- relive that memory, what what was that moment like for you? What was going on in your mind? Um, I wanted to whip him. <laughs> that's what was going. On. That's what was going on in my mind. I wanted to whip him because the the more I wore braces, the tougher I got. I really did. I just the tougher I got, but um, yeah, I um, I didn't take I didn't take crap off anybody, even though I had what I had. I was just uh, I was kind of born a fighter, and I fought. So yeah, I, that happened all the time though. I was I was used to it. Things of, of people like, calling you names and underestimating yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of th- in this movie I, I can't tell, <laughs> but yes, yeah. You know, it, it the, the film comes out by the way on the 25th, The Hill, and it, it's rated uh, PG, and I it, it's a great family film. All the while that you're falling in love with hitting a ball, your father is a minister. Is that right? A pastor, a minister? How, what is the right term? He's I always a, he's a minister. He's a minister, minister, pastor, all the above. Yeah, all of the above, and he wants you. To follow in his footsteps, what, yes. what, what was going on inside you as he was trying to push that agenda? Well, I asked for that myself because what I would do is I, sometimes I would go grab the uh, pulpit, a bench, and take it out out in the in the yard and start just preaching to the whole world, <laughs> and you know mimicking him, like I wanted to be like him too. And then I go back to hitting rocks and then, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then those two became a, um, uh, kind of like a, 
an argument against each other. He wanted me to be a minister, of course, but uh, I was really too good to good in baseball to, especially to you love the game, you love God, you love the game. So I just said I love love God, I love baseball. So I I chose I chose to play baseball and then be kind of like in the ministry in the in in in. In out on the outfield, or whether where I was in a dugout, or at a, at a home plate, or wherever, I always was. Uh, I always talked about Christ. At what point did you get the braces off your legs? I took them off at eight years old. When and I, you when just I, made that decision. I'm taking these off. I don't care what the doctors say. Yep. Yep. Just like I did the same thing with my cast. And how did your legs respond when you did that? Actually, good because I'm I made them do it. I I fought with it, and did good. I actually did very very well considering what I went through. Yeah, yeah. it's so, it's yes. remarkable. So, at what point then in your life did you become? I don't know if convinced is the word, but hopeful that you your dream of playing in the majors might actually be something you could touch well at 17 they told me that i would never be able to play because of my disc because i had a I had disc of a 70 70 75 year old man hmm. and uh because my grandmother and my great-grandmother were both in wheelchairs i never seen them and one of them was in wheelchair at 38 years old. The other was like 45 years old or something Still like that. Still very young. So they were debilitated. And you think it was the same degenerative? Yep. It was. was. The same thing. Yeah. It was. Okay. The only fortunate thing for me was time. My time came later in life when they were able to try to do something about it for the surgeries that I had on my spine. Right. Yeah. So, uh, it was a, it's miraculous for me that that came about, even though I, I went ahead and swung a baseball bat anyway. Uh, even after they told me I couldn't play at 17, I still played six more years. Yeah. Yeah. So even though they were telling you you couldn't play, you just you just kept on defying them and playing. Yeah. In fact, the day they told me I couldn't play, I got on a plane, flew out and flew that played that night. <laughs> so... Uh, the majors, you wound up in the minor leagues with the Montreal Expos. How did that come about? Uh, through this big, huge tryout camp that I put on a performance that was pretty nice. We don't want to tell it all, but put on put on a pretty good size performance. And, and that's, they where, just, that's where it started. They couldn't deny it. Um, I, I can't imagine growing up as 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 you did, incredibly poor, unable to move your legs really like a normal human, hitting this rock again and again and again. And one day you find yourself a member of the Montreal Expos. What can you share about that achievement and what it meant to you spiritually, you know, in your gut? You know, I'll tell you, um, when I when I even tried out, um, a lot of them thought I wasn't even supposed to be there, and I had 
I knew I was. In fact, not only did I know I was, I even went up to Red, the head the head scout, which signed Nolan Ryan, which is only the best pitcher ever in baseball. Um, and I told him I was the best hitter in that camp, and there's 700 ball players there. And uh, I told him I was the best hitter there, and I was. And I backed it up. He gave me that chance, and I backed it up. And uh, fortunately, it was a great it was a great moment. You know, God gave me this He gave me this mercy that just fell upon me and um, had not of a, had a, not of my lifetime. I went from I went from nobody to somebody that was wanted. I didn't have anybody that really wanted me. And then I had everybody wanting me after that. There is one other person who wanted you in the film. There's a little love story that goes on from a, a childhood sweetheart. And she appears throughout the film. It, what I didn't grasp, and maybe it was just because I, I was clueless. Is, is that the person you ended up marrying? Yeah, I did marry her. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, the the whole thing is, is, um, it's storybook. In fact, I think it's a story, Ricky, that if you would have told most Hollywood producers, they would have said, nah, I don't believe it. You know, I just don't believe that. Well, happened I, said, I told myself I didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I married, I married her own play. It's it kind of odd because, um, yeah, because, I ne- who would ever think that all of a sudden two months and within two month period, you go from an amateur baseball level to a professional baseball level to two months right after that, you're getting married on home plate in front of all and then thousands in front of people. It's who would ever think that? No, where was that? Where was that home plate? Which field was that? That was in, uh, in uh, Canada, right outside Calgary, Lethbridge, Canada. <laughs> it is it's remarkable um and you get to see the entire story we, we as you said you aren't giving everything away we don't want to do that we want people to go see the film the hill which opens on august 25th but i was so intrigued to meet you when, when you watch this young actor play you as a kid did you see yourself Actually, I did. I really did. He, uh, he, I, I kind of led him and directed him in a lot of ways. And uh, um, we did have, a, you know, a doubles there, uh, doubles to swing a bat certain times. Sure. Because I had a really, really, really good swing. And that started <laughs> from swinging rocks, you know, swinging at rocks. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, he, he played me very well, very well. It's a really fun acting debut for this young man. Uh, it really is. He's like I said, he's very endearing. He gets to play opposite Dennis Quaid. The cast is good. It, and Dennis Quaid, how accurately did he capture? I, I realize we're helping promote a film here. And so you want yeah. to compliment him. But, uh, you know, how, how did he go about capturing the essence of your dad? I'll be up front with you. I really don't know, but he just nailed it. He nailed it. I just talked to him for an hour about it. 
And it's like he just knew who my father was my whole life. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like he just picked it up. And I'm going, I was even shocked watching on the set going, I can't even believe it. Because wow. everything he did, it was just like perfect. That's crazy. That would be really kind of odd to watch. I, I that would that would be almost kind of an out of body experience, I would think. Well, the only thing I could think of, I said, "My God, Lord! I mean, are you doing this, or huh. what is happening here?" He is acting. He acted just like my father, just like him. Wow. I just I couldn't believe it, and I only talked to him for an hour about it. It's 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 amazing. It's a testament to his skills, obviously. And just the feel that he got uh, in that conversation with you. What are you up to now, Ricky? Well, I um, I have a I have a uh, financial planning business. I have that, and then I just doing just certain investments. And mm-hmm. I'm about I've been for the last thirteen years with this film. It's been a a book. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Mm-hmm. What what was the what was the starting point? Who decided that it, it, was it you that said I, this is a great story? It's got to be told. What what happened? No, I, I didn't even ask for this. I didn't want this film. They came to me wanting. They Who's wanted they? Who who uh, came to you? Hollywood did. My had I had friends at my church that read the story. They took it to Hollywood to some of their friends. The next thing you know, they come calling in nineteen seventy seven seventy eight. They came calling to get the story and wanted to know if I would sell the story. Well, my mother and dad both became sick at the same time. And I, um, I didn't want to have anything to do with that at that, at that particular time. And um, it, it, it raised its head several times over the years. And then finally, 13 years ago, I set it free. I let it go and I let them do it. And then at that, that 13 year period, um, we had uh, we had the wrong people doing it. It wasn't. It's was just just a terrible thing. I didn't. I don't know anything about movies or anything like that. But the wrong people were doing it, and so the uh, the executive producers decided just to toss it and let's start let's start from scratch again. They started over, and all these great things started happening. I mean, from Dennis Quaid to the writer of Rudy and Hoosiers, you just can't ask for anything better than the, that right that right there in itself. Because everyone loves Rudy and Hoosiers. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we uh, got got those. And then we have Bonnie Badia coming in and, and the actress. And all these people that we got were just phenomenal. I say we got. They got. I didn't. But... It all, everything just started falling right into place after the battles of 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 the of a t- the ten year battle, and then it all started falling right into place. Thirteen years in the making, it's finally coming out. What does that What does that mean to you to have your life story being portrayed in a feature film starring Dennis Quaid? Well, it's scary in one way. You know, it's scary in one way. Another way, it's really like it's, uh, you know, over the years you've been, you, I've been like mocked all my life. It seemed like because when I told certain people that they're looking at doing this movie and they're, you know, everybody's going starts laughing. You know, they think it's funny, but uh, they don't think it's funny anymore. 
than now they know. And uh, so it's the making of it. You know, I'm very thankful that it is coming out. Um, it it glorifies my dad. It glorifies my mother, my family, and also glorifies my God. And yeah, you've you've really maintained your faith throughout this whole, throughout your life. It's been a massive part of yes, your life, ma'am. hasn't it? Without a doubt. That's why I'm well, here. <laughs> well, we're so grateful that you took some time to talk to us. Again, I've seen the film. It's called The Hill. Dennis Quaid is the star. But the the young boy, all the actors that play you, Ricky, throughout the film do such a wonderful job of portraying you. I, I, it's 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 got to be, like you said, a little scary, but really exciting. And uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. You're very kind. Oh, you have lived a life of... of being brave and doing good, which are the things that I like to promote on this uh, podcast. So I'll, I'll leave it with that. Be brave, do good. He is Ricky Hill. The film is The Hill. It opens on August 25th. Go see it. I'm Michelle Tafoya, and we will see you next time. Trials. You're going to paralyze him. What has gotten into you? He's special. They said he will never walk in. He ran. How many miracles do you need? You're playing to join the elite. I'm one of the best hitters you're ever going to see. A bad leg can cost a team wins. It's all stacked against me. If you don't try, you're going to die inside. I want my dreamer back. It's your time, Ricky! The Hill, rated PG.